Welcome back to episode three of Disputed Claims. Today we're going to be obviously going over our handball and football picks from last time. Um, we're going to be debuting a new segment. We want to want to power rank some things. This week is going to be our, our each of our top five candy bars, and then we're going to continue on with the weird news stories from last week. I'm here with Karthik and Daniel as usual. What's up, guys? Not much. I'm excited to tell Karthik that he's incorrect about all of his candy opinions because it's true. Well. We'll see when we get there. Getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. As you tend to do. You do go on, too. Yeah, most opinions, uh, this opinion is going to be objectively wrong somehow. I'm excited to find somehow. out. Before we get to that, how did football go, Karthik? Well, let's take a step back to last week. The first game of the day last uh, Sunday was the Buccaneers versus the Packers. Final score was 31-26 to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Bucs uh, hung on. They took an early lead. They... they had a, uh, a hail mary touchdown going into the you know going into halftime, which was absolutely insane. I believe the Packers had the ball first, opening you know the second half, and then there was a fumble. So the Buccaneers were up, I believe, two touchdowns or like three scores. And then Tom Brady threw three interceptions because he kept targeting fucking Mike Evans, who forgot he had hands and he was, you know, trying to catch the ball with his mouth or something. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't even want to get At started. At this point, Karthik had like overturned our couch. And was like <laughs> hanging off the edge of the balcony, just so everyone knows. I will say that I, I have two of the picks squarely on Brady. Yeah, the last one, no. Of course you do. I mean, but nobody gives a shit. So <laughs> either way, uh, we're lucky that it's Matt Lafleur and um, Aaron Rodgers to some degree, because three consecutive interceptions, and they had the the Green Bay Packers offense went three and out every time they got the ball. And uh, perhaps the most egregious thing was not going for it on fourth down. They kicked a field goal with uh, like a minute and a half left, even though they know they were, they still had to, you know, score a touchdown. And I don't know how you, how do you, you know, how, how you make that kind of decision, it, especially with Aaron Rodgers out there. So uh, like, I, I want to see the surrender index on that. I know it's a little harder to grade that like, uh, like a field goal in, in that kind of game situation, but still like that was just, they deserved to lose after that three and outs and then making a call like that. Goodbye. Let's yeah, move on I mean, to the next game. Brady gave him every chance. With his three terrible interceptions. Yeah, Mike Evans really did help him out. I agree. But uh, um, but at that field goal, I mean, it, it's almost indefensible. You're down eight points with, I think it was two minutes and like three seconds left. Fourth and goal. You, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what he was thinking, but it's Tom Brady on the other side. They're like 31 other franchises know, or 30, I should say, fr- other franchises know exactly what to do. And the Packers learned the lesson the hard way. So the evening game was uh, the Chiefs versus the Bills. Final score was 38-24, but honestly, it wasn't even as close as what the final score kind of says. Even 14-point game, but it should have been like five-touchdown blowout. Like that was just a pretty, pretty insane. It was a pretty complete game from the Kansas City Chiefs. They scored. They went down nine nothing early, and uh, they scored 21 points in the second quarter, which is you know what more needs to be said at that point. Well, that's right? just that's how they entered entertain themselves in these games like they know they're not actually going to be challenged so yeah have to make it challenge yep so you know josh allen uh hung on to the ball way too long he was trying to he was trying to make plays out there i give him that but at, at some point you just got to throw I the ball he introduced away. the 35 step drop it was pretty impressive oh um, yeah he started in the shotgun and then the took time. a nine step drop <laughs> there's a couple of times he, it was sacked, like, he lost like 30 yards it was like 30 yards yeah. at least i it was like third and 27 at least three times, you know? Yeah. I think the most accurate pass he threw was at uh, Alex Okafor's head after he got, you know, pushed down after the play. He did fun. get that one square on. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised so, a little bit that the Chiefs defense stepped up as much as they did. I know that the Bills offense was terrible against the Ravens, but you know, I still expected them to be. Yeah, they generated a lot more pressure than I thought they would, which, you know, really helped out their secondary. So pretty, pretty entertaining game. I don't know why we ever, like, anybody who didn't think the Chiefs were going to the Super Bowl, like, obviously they were going to. I mean, the Bills bandwagon was pretty fun to be on this year. I enjoyed it, but I don't know. Looking, like, I know hindsight 2020, but at this point it just feels foolish to not have picked them. Right. Going to our pick standings, uh, Jason, out of four possible – these are out of four possible points. Jason had one point out of four. Two. We got two like out of four. Two out of hmm. – oh, sorry. You got one point for the over and uh, one point for the uh, Kansas City cover. So you got two out of four. My bad. So I got more out of four than I got at eight last week. <laughs> yeah, your model – did you upgrade your model by any chance? No, I, st- I stood strong. Last week was a fluke, an outlier. I see, I see. Uh, Daniel had – one total point out of four. I got that right, right? Yeah. So you I got case zero possible points for team. Right. I got you had Green Bay. You picked Green Bay. I mean, you, you, I you did picked pick against Green Brady. Bay. What can I say? I also incorrectly picked the over-under in all three. Right. In, in both. So you got a one out of four. I got a four out of four. So nothing more Cheating. needs to be said there. Yeah, he went back yes, and edited his picks after the games. I saw him. I, and you guys would let me live that down. Well, that's if the I thing. I don't remember what, like, I don't. Remember, you could do that, and I would not notice. Yeah, I wouldn't. I well, wouldn't go back and look. Well, listeners, we use Google Docs, which tracks every edit. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're right. That's a good. I'm point. gonna edit it for you and make it look like you did. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, the total point standing so far. I have 14. Uh, Daniel has nine, and Jason has six. Come back. Gained one on me. All you have to do is not come in last. It doesn't matter if you come in first. No. Yeah. I think you're wasting your time with these 14 points over there. It's all right. I'm going to make some ground back with handball. With that amazing segue, let's get to handball. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, last time we checked in, we were talking about the second group stages. I don't really, still don't really understand the overall structure of the International Handball World Championships. But anyway, as of now, we're almost all wrapped up with it. We've got the semifinals uh, this Friday, which we will be betting on. And then to make things more interesting, we're also going to blindly pick the third place game winner and the final winner, not knowing who is in either of those games. But first, we're going to talk about loser's bracket or the President's Cup, as they call it. I don't know if you saw that. It's got a, it's got a name for it. All right. So in the 31st place game, which is only to determine world rankings after the tournament. It doesn't actually mean anything. But, you know, play for pride. Uh, South Korea defeated Cabo Verde by forfeit because Cabo Verde was sent home due to a COVID outbreak. So South Korea checks in at 31st place in the world. Cabo Verde is sad 32nd. They went 0-7 overall. Didn't you pick them to win a group? (laughs) No, I picked South Korea to win a group, uh, actually. Uh, That's what I'm saying. The 31st no, place no. team. So South Korea went one and six because they had this forfeit win. Oh, one and six. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. So 29th <laughs> place, Morocco defeated Angola. Yeah, I remember way back in the beginning, we were hyping up Angola. That didn't work out. Uh, Angola's only win in the entire tournament was also a forfeit versus Cabo Verde. So, But they finished ahead of South Korea. And the United States. The United States were disqualified, yes. All right, so 27th place game, Chile defeated the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, that's all I got on that one. Not very interesting stuff. <laughs> and the legendary 25th place match, 
The winner of the loser's bracket, Tunisia, defeated Australia after both teams went 3-0 and in the loser's bracket group stage. Doesn't that say Austria? Oh, shit. You're right. You can't read. What is wrong with you? <laughs> all right. Where right. did you go to college? All right. Sorry about that. Tunisia defeated Austria. Same place we went. I don't know what that says. <laughs> so we all went to Maryland. So <laughs> takes the loser's bracket crown. 25th place. 25th best handball team in the world. It really means a lot. So moving on. The two semifinals we got are France versus Sweden and Spain versus Denmark. They're happening this Friday. A little background on the games. France defeated Hungary 35-32 in the quarterfinals. Sweden absolutely just destroyed Qatar in the quarterfinals, 35-23. And Sweden is, the, I believe, the only team who has, not, who has yet to lose or tie. So that's why I'm picking them, but more on that later. And we got Spain versus Denmark. Spain defeated Norway 31-26 in the quarterfinal. And Denmark, some drama, edged out the host Egypt in the quarterfinals 39-38 after two overtimes and penalty shots. So, so who made the winning shot? Can you tell us? Probably someone named Jan or <laughs> that. <laughs> Anyways, heartbreak for the host country. So, yeah, I'm, I have uh, Sweden here defeating France. And then I have Spain defeating Denmark. And then I have Sweden taking the crown over Spain in the finals and Denmark taking the third place game. What do you guys got? Uh, I have Sweden over France and I have Denmark over Spain. And then my third place finisher is going to be Spain. Uh, and then I also have the final as Sweden. Copying me. I'm, I'm really trying to make up ground because I can't drop. So I'm going against the grain, picking France over Sweden. Uh, I will go with Denmark to win their semi. Um, I've got Sweden coming in third, and I do have the Danish uh, winning it all in my final. All right. So I, I just want to mention... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just want to mention uh, Daniel knew that Sweden has not tied or dropped a game or whatever he had said earlier in the in the uh, broadcast here. Uh, Jason and I are going completely blind right here. We might as well be in a blizzard. It's kind of not fair that he's such a big fan and we're not paying attention. Well, on the other hand, neither of you have done any of the handball research before this podcast. Well, so we don't I, have I time to watch all the games like across, you did, man. I happened to come across the, the record. Come across? Was, where? Uh, you know how deep you have to the, dig on the internet to find handball? IHF.com <laughs> website where I have all the, we have the bracket. I mean, he's watched all the games, Jason. Let's give him credit for that. Yeah. He did. He was on that Egyptian, including the uh, South Korea Capo Verde game. He watched that as well. I was thrilling. Yeah, didn't even happen. It was thrilling. That probably would have been my favorite game to watch. Absolutely. And we should also say that it's one point for a correct semifinal pick, two for picking the third place game, and three points for picking the correct champion. Oh yeah, that's it's good that you remember that. That's note. It's a little incentive for Jason to get his head out of his ass. Exactly. Yeah. Got to come back from three points back. Deep hole that he's digging himself in. It could be even worse, but I have to I have to risk it. Let's see how it goes. All right, that is all all that's fit to print about handball. Uh, we are going to take it on to our next segment. We are going to be arguing our top five candy bars. Um, this will it's candy bars this week. It'll be who knows what in the future. Um, but let's just kick it off. My top five. I got to go Twix number one, oh, and a special shout out to peanut butter Twix. But those are pretty rare. Um, then I'm going Kit Kat. The classic Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Three Musketeers, I think, is a little bit underrated. And then the, the normal Hershey, um, just for originality, going to number five. See, I don't like have a huge problem with that. 
I just, I, I, I know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't agree at all. Yes, you do. But, well, it's not that I have a huge problem. Like I have a huge problem with Carthix because you have Carthics, a huge problem. I really don't like a lot of the candies that Carthix likes. Those are all fine candies that I like. And, you know, I'd have them probably in the five to fifteen range. Really? Although I will say that. Please tell me your top fifteen. <laughs> uh, five to fifteen. <laughs> What's what is in twenty seventh? What is in thirty first? Oh, like I'm, just, I'm just estimating. You know, I don't even think I can name thirty one candies. Anyway, um, I don't think you can name fifteen. <laughs> but we'll come back. To that. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, those are all fine. The, none of them are bad. It's just none of them are top five worthy, you know, to me. So if you if you say some stupid Italian candy bar, he's gonna say something. No, actually, I don't like those. Too many nuts. Or what's the other one? Toblerone. Uh, Toblerone. Toblerone. The one with the mountain on it. Or is that French? It's French. That sounds more French. I don't know. Mediocre Italian skills, as we think. All right, so top five for me, we've got Heath Bar coming in at a strong oh number one. Oh, God. Old school. It's a classic. You can't beat Heath Bar. 70 years old. It Well, you crumble it up, put it on ice cream. Amazing. Eat it as own. Amazing. Refrigerate it. Get a little crispy. It's perfect. Then we have both M&Ms and mini M&Ms. Those are two separate ones. I'm fine with that. Uh, you can't argue with that either. And I'm going to put... Honestly, I don't know. I just love M and M's. I think I have peanut M and M's in the in the top five. Well. Your entire list is M and M's. <laughs> well, no, because the rest of the pretzel ones and the caramel ones, crispy, crispy, different kind, crispy M and M's. But peanut, and peanut butter. mini, and mini and regular are definitely in my top five. You candies. should, you know what? This, you, these all should combine into one. This is kind of ridiculous that you have all. Yeah. Well, but they're different. They're not quite the same. This is how you made his top fifteen. But I, I said Twix. Shout out to peanut butter Twix. But I didn't make it two different items. All right, all right. M and M's. Shout out to regular mini and peanut butter, but definitely not any of the other kinds because they're bad. Especially the mint. They're terrible. Crispy. But speaking of mint, we have Andes. Oh God. Bro, I don't this? know half of these candies. You don't know Andes? The little. I don't know Andes. I don't know old things? school. No. Oh man. You never been right, to a restaurant. She's never been to a restaurant. <laughs> they always Barabas. have Andy's, Andy's chocolate mints at restaurants. Wait, that's what you're a mint? Like you go no, to a hotel? You, you don't know Andy? They're little little green chocolate mint. Yeah, like what you get at a hotel? Yeah, they're amazing. I guess. No. Wow. I love it. Andy's all the way. All right. Uh, well, on, that was going to be my five, but now that M&M was rolled into one, I have to pick all two right. more. Give us six through 10. Well, you said you had a five through 15, so you must have this was, already. You're, you're well I'm equipped. I'm going to go with the uh, dark chocolate Milky Way. I believe it mm, has a specific mm, Finally, uh, a, a more recent candy. He, they make Heath bars right now. They also made them in World War II. Maybe. I don't know. Like to they use the, them as ammo. On that. <laughs> They're gonna kill me for the last one then, because I'm putting a hundred grand bar in it as oh. well, which is an ancient. Uh, George Washington's favorite, right? Right. Do you just like petrified candy? <laughs> he doesn't know what good candy is. Come on now. We got Heath bar. We got M and M's. We got Andes. We got dark chocolate Milky Way, and we've got hundred grand bar. I've never seen you eat any of these things actually, except for M and M's. Well, they're kind of hard to find. <laughs> I haven't seen him eat M and M's. I've you seen him write a letter M&Ms. and fill out a form to the company <laughs> to get them to you. Have you seen yeah, this guy with like the the mini M and M's, dude? They're one second they're there, yeah. the next second oh, they're well, gone. You just, you, that's the great thing about mini M and M's in the tube that you can fit the whole tube in your mouth. Right. At once. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is, that the, is it the M and M's that you like about that experience, or definitely not? The M and M's are just uh, you know the icing on top. 
Well, Carthy, you gotta get your list out. Let's 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 just go to Carthy's right. list. All right, I have uh, top my top one and top two, or you know, my one and two place are interchangeable, just depending on what I want at that time. So, in no particular order for the first two, it's uh, Snickers and then a Reese's Fast Break, which uh, Daniel has never had. Have you never had I've it? Had or a, just... I've had a Reese's Fast Break. Is this one of those Taco Bell things where you never no, had it, but you just I've looked down at people that had them? Break and they're just it's. It tastes like a granola bar that's trying to be. Candy. Okay, you clearly had the wrong thing. Reese's no, fast I, break I is not even hard. <laughs> no, it's not even hard. It's not a granola bar. It's, granola it's bars dry. are like you might have had no. a stale one it's from from a maybe, Heath bar company or something. They should be one from the sixties. Yeah, like one of the but like bullet casings from one of the you know. <laughs> Snickers are just okay. I don't like how it's too much nuts, too many peanuts. You know, it overpowers the caramel and the nougat. You know, I, I I don't mind it, but definitely not my favorite. I just Whereas can't fast, get, like fast, fast break, break. He's he's definitely had the wrong fast break. There's a couple of different I, kinds I know of what Reese's. A fast break is. Okay, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you really don't. You don't know what the candy is, nor you do you know what the the, the racing term is either. So, well, you my know, other it's problem for either one of you to win this argument. <laughs> my other problem right. with Reese's is that I think their peanut butter is subpar quality. It just it, something is. Uh, right. You have to make your own. You have to import it from Italy and shit, right? So. No, I'm, I you prefer I'm chunky, like Jif peanut butter. It's just something with the Reese's peanut butter. It's, no. it's pronounced Gif. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, those are, you know, one slash two. And then I have Kit Kat, M&M's, and then five is a little controversial, right? Five is Cadbury. So I have Cadbury here, but the U.S. Cadbury is actually made by um, Hershey's, which is pretty trash. But if you've ever had, like, Cadbury from, like, like Europe, so, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, uh, like Heathrow, uh, London Heathrow, like, when I had to stop there once, or India is the really big one. So their Cadbury is just amazing. It's just it's actually like actual candy or like actual chocolate, right? Like it just melts in your mouth. The it's actual the chocolate. US, yeah, dude. It's it's it tastes excellent, honestly. If we can get it here, I well, now who's the European thinking, snob? I'm not even no. European. I said India. There's always killing well, Asia. Asia, bro. Come on now. Heathrow. Well, I'm saying right, well, you know, that's I can't that's say that I've had a Cadbury chocolate bar from London Heathrow Airport, but I have had a Cadbury chocolate bar in the States, and I think it's really bad. It's too sweet. It's too but he did sweet. say that the American ones were bad. That's true, but I the American ones I don't know. It, it's just, they're they're too much. You know, they kind of give me a little nausea. And well, you didn't get nausea from your prehistoric Heath bar. Heath bar, hundred grand, Andes, whatever. Like, come on. Is a hundred grand the name, or like how many years? You old never had a hundred grand bar. I've had them. That's so good. No, that's that's how many years you have to wait before eating one. <laughs> Do we have any? Do we have any worst candies? I mean, I would put Heath bar on the worst. I hate bar. <laughs> exactly. Heath, like Those are terrible. Bar. You just open no, yourself up. It's just that. toffee and chocolate. Mounds. What is, what's the one with coconut? Mounds. That's awful. I don't know. Well, no. Mounds. I think has. I think mounds is coconut because almond joy is the almond. I don't like almond joy either. I don't yeah. like almond joy either. Yep. Yep. Those were Halloween candy. I never ate. I'm gonna throw licorice in there. I know that some people love licorice. Oh, licorice is terrible. It's even terrible. like even Twizzlers, you know, like any any spectrum, anywhere in the spectrum. I do not like Twizzlers. Yeah, Twizzlers is pretty trash. You know, well, there, okay. I know there was like a there used to be like a chocolate Twizzlers, uh, which oh, was even worse. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty uh, trash. Uh, you, I can't any anything licorice. I don't do. I used to eat these by the truckload when I was a kid, but like nerds, I just can't do it anymore. Although I did like Nerds Rope a lot. Oh man, I forgot about Nerds. Nerds are Daniel likes small things like 
mini M and M. So he definitely likes his nerds. Trust nerd, me. Nerds are in my top ten, one hundred percent. I a big nerds. Fan. Well, I don't know what your top ten is at this point. Your top ten is stretched into a top twenty. So it's like the big ten. <laughs> right. I will say sour skittles are phenomenal. I was thinking of chocolate, but I do love me some sour skittles. Um, oh, wait, those are chocolate skittles. No, I'm saying that like the list was chocolates, but oh, now we're branching out. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't. I tend to stay on the chocolate side of things. I don't. I don't love a lot of. I don't, I don't dislike yeah, fruit candies, but like they're just okay, you know. A lot of the time, uh, Starburst I think are the best of the bunch, but I still, yeah. I still prefer chocolate. I don't know. What do you guys think about payday? Just want to get some. Ideas. I feel like I don't like. I haven't had them very often, but not a huge fan. I have mixed thoughts on paydays. I like getting a paycheck, but I don't like the candy so much. You like the payday, but not I the think, candy. I think it can be a little much. I think one or two bites, you know, it's, this is all right. But when you eat a whole payday bar, it's just, yeah, it's a little much. Jason, I think we might need to add fast break into the bet, like our racing bet. So he has yes. to get Taco Bell and also, a fast uh, break. Nestle and Crackle, very good. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, That's yeah, old that school. It's not old school. Okay. Heath Bar. I mean, like, come on, dude. Heath, Heath Bar was in the Bible. Right now. I'm looking at no right stand now. off. What? Heath when it was bar. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm looking it up. Nineteen fourteen, bro. Well you could say anything and we'd probably leave because I'm introduced in nineteen fourteen. I'm not even joking. Nineteen fourteen. Ooh, Teddy Roosevelt loved these. I'm sorry. I said World War Two. I meant World War One. <laughs> the Great War, actually. Yeah. Fast break was introduced in two thousand one. What look at that. Bad. It's a millennial. I would love a fast break right now. I would too. Danny, I think you, I honestly think you've had the wrong Reese's, like whatever. No, I've had it. You didn't know it was Reese's. Yeah. You, you, you picked up I know, something different. I know bro. exactly what a Reese's fast break is. It's I, I genuinely, you said, okay, first off, you interior. No, no. it's not good. No. So what, it's, what, Karthik, what do you think that he's, how, what do you think he mistook Reese's for? No, no. I mean, like, Jason, you've had a Reese's, right? Like, it's it's yes, it's it's soft interior. It's a soft interior. He compared it to a uh, well. He might have had granola a bar. Right? He said granola bar right there. Like, what Not the hell is the happening? Reese's. The Reese's fast break has that dry, wafery interior. Yeah, you've definitely had something different, bro. I'm looking at uh, it online right now. You're licking it also, or what? Yeah, you're looking at it so you know the texture. <laughs> I have it pulled up. I have a picture of it. I know exactly what a fast break is. Are you looking at basketball right now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll get back to this. I think you. Uh, we need to get you an I think we've all break. made our points very well. Yes. Um, but it is time for the news stories, and I will kick it off. If you remember mine from last week, there's there's kind of a theme, a common theme here. Unintentional, but then after I picked it, I realized it. So there's a trend out there. You guys might know this. You guys are pretty trendy on TikTok when with people are trying to get like bigger, fuller lips for their appearance. Um, and basically this, this guy has uh, started a movement of rubbing erection cream on his lips <laughs> to increase uh, the size and blood flow to the area. Um, this video has 3.5 million views. As he applies the cream, he explained the sensation saying, it kind of tingles, it's not terrible, but we'll see. Claims that they felt bigger after a few minutes, and then after a few more minutes, they started stinging, but ultimately pleased with the product. Doctors have come out to warn the public that it is not safe for oral consumption, 
um, and it is not designed for this purpose. And frankly, I feel bad for the people who bust their butts in medical school only to have to talk about this stupid topic. Are you guys going to try this? Well, so let me ask you this. What yes. is the specific brand and does it work? <laughs> so does that answer um, your question, Jason? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. I, I don't know what is out there for these products. I only know about like, well, like Cialis. Please, please, please. Oh, can you do the research and forward it to Daniel so he can uh, well, attempt it? I'm not searching that. I'm hearing of erection cream. How, what, what I didn't it? know that was a thing either. But how did, um, like, yeah, I didn't know either. I know I, I, they didn't not like it's a pump, you know. It's I mean, a, I need like Viagra, obviously, but like yeah, pills is one pill. thing, but like cream is just how do you what? It's like, yeah. I don't know. Te- technology is amazing. Um, maybe we'll have to ask our friend who's a nurse and see if he knows about this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's um, this is sweeping the nation apparently by word of mouth um, and TikTok. And not after they use it. Yeah. No word of mouth but, after that. Yes, increased blood flow will lead to swelling of the area, and this lasts for about an hour, not even four hours, just one hour. All the benefits of plumping will be completely temporary. <laughs> not lasting effects, but... Well, what, are the, what are the side effects? What are the negatives of this? Like, I hear this doctor, I, I suppose, it, so suppose a doctor says you can't do it, you know? What yeah. does that mean? Like, you might die or you might get a rash. What, what um, so this this uh, so-called doctor is saying potential allergic reactions such as stinging, soreness, blisters, and uncomfortable swelling. Other side effects from the absorption of the cream as it goes into the body can create headaches, blood pressure problems, and even possible heart problems. <laughs> Imagine this as being your cause of death. <laughs> it works for 40 minutes. It's worth it. Fully worth it. But I got Last so many views. If it lasts more than you know a couple hours, please go see your doctor. Well, this says uh, says one hour, so I guess you know one of you guys can try this. I probably won't. Oh, Daniel did show honest. some interest. Yeah, he he, he seemed more intrigued. You know, I'm um, all about the trends. Well, I try and yeah. keep my TikTok profile active. So yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, that's what I got this week. What do you guys got? All right. Well, I I've got an interesting one. That's it's, good. Uh, it's out of the, and I have no idea how to say this, but Liaoning province of China. That's wrong. How do you say it then? I don't know. <laughs> As uh, our resident IT and tech wizard, you probably are aware that uh, Adobe Flash is no longer with us, right? Yes. Yeah. It uh, terminated itself at the start of the new year. However, there is or the main Chinese railroad company that operates in this Liaoning province did not know that. And they run their trains using Flash, the timetables and the, wow. the backend software. So the other day, when Flash finally went down for them, it finally hit like the terminate code or whatever, the entire train system was down for 18 hours across this entire province of China. All because they didn't know that Flash was uh, ending itself. How did, how did they not know? Yeah, it was everywhere. Even yeah. I got alerts on my. No, I don't know. I'm looking at the map here, and it's like way up on the North Korea border. So like maybe it's kind of secluded, and yeah, no one talks to them. Nobody talks to them. Maybe it's like they... those people in Japan who think World War II is still going on. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny to me because it's like nobody they didn't they weren't connected enough to get this kind of news, but they were connected enough that their software went down. Yeah, like after like a stop date. That's pretty. It's like the hilarious. worst Y2K ever. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the, they call it a time bomb code. Went off January 12th, finally. And uh, the entire Chinese railroad system in the Aoping province shut down for a day. Can you um, read the names of any Chinese people in the article for us, please? Uh, there's no names, but there are plenty more <laughs> town names and things. Give us one or two of those. Shenyang, Dalian. I don't know what those mean. Asing ah, say. We have uh, Ben Chi. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine being the IT guy for that railroad system? Jesus, that would I'm suck. Sure. Probably would got be. fired. Probably got fired. Uh, and then we said, <laughs> perhaps it, the insular Chinese internet, the news didn't penetrate. You know, that flash was ending. Right. But, 31 different stations didn't have timetables, didn't have their, like, you know, screens up on the thing working. So right. it shut down the entire system for a full day. Oh, and Maybe then they should power their news with flash. Well, they, so the reason they got it back on is because they found an old archived pirated version of flash. Originating in China. <laughs> Probably. And so now this province is running their railroad on an archived pirated flash version. Well, that's, that's a really cool wrong. story, actually. Mm. You could not pay me to go on those trains now. No. Well, the trains themselves aren't running. It's like the system behind it, right? Yeah. And the article ends with Adobe probably isn't thrilled that its abandoned software is running in some pirated form, but there's no legal action they can take in, against the Chinese railroads. In so. China? Yeah. There's no way. China's just going to be like, oh, that town doesn't even exist. What are you talking about? Yeah. So that's what's going on in uh, Shenyang, China. Yeah. So my story, or I had a series of articles, actually. It, it's about the ongoing uh, fascination with uh, the GameStop stock. So some background on this, if I can pull up some of my notes here. So what's what's going on is, uh, so there's, there's, this, there's a thing called short selling uh, in the stock market. When you're short selling, you're betting that the stock they sell will drop in. So... Yeah, they're betting that the stock that they sell will drop in price. Like you're gonna to want to choose like a like a stock like GameStop or or BlackBerry or or some of the other popular short selling stocks right now, um, because their business model is archaic. You know, they're going out of business, whatever it might be, right? So the thing is, the way you do this is you you borrow their stock from your broker, which is something apparently that you can do for whatever reason, um, and then. You borrow shares of that company from your broker and then you sell them. And then you set up a timed order to buy back the same amount of stock that you borrowed uh, after the price has gone lower. So then you can you know, give the stocks that, that you bought at a lower price back to the broker that you originally bought the stocks from. So, and then the difference between those two prices is the profit that you make, right? So this is what hedge funds are doing uh, when it comes to uh, you know, what's going on with the game, uh, GameStop. They, they were trying to short essentially short, you know, the GameStop stock. Because, because it's a they, failing stock and failing company. Exactly. They, the company was supposed to go bankrupt, uh, but, it, you know, it was getting propped up by like holiday sales, even though they didn't, you know, they still missed their remarks and stuff like that. So essentially what happened was uh, like Reddit, like a subreddit called Wall Street Bets. They saw like, you know, a bunch of hedge, hedge funds. They had been doing this for almost a year now, right? And uh, the problem here is that if the stock price goes up instead of going down, um, the, these, you know, these hedge funds are still forced to buy back the stock at the higher price. To, it's essentially like you have to double down, right? They still have to buy back the share so they can give them back to the person they borrowed them from. 
So these guys, the you know, Wall Street bets and like social, you know, social media, like even Elon Musk tweeted like game stonk, uh, which is a whole really funny story. There's a funny story behind that. I'll get to that. So these guys are driving the price up crazy high. And these there's literally like billion dollar hedge funds like um, Melvin Capital. Uh, these guys are going, they might literally declare bankruptcy because they can't cover the short. It's and it's absolutely insane because the SEC is losing its mind. Well oh yeah, absolutely. Like you no know, they're, sympathy they're, at all. Zero. None. There's yeah. zero sympathy, but it's just such a crazy thing because they're essentially causing what's called a squeeze because uh, by there's not enough shares to for you know for the like for the hedge funds to cover the stocks or you know uh, to buy back the stocks. So it's it's absolutely insane to see this. It's it's. Almost a week. So this Friday, apparently a lot of stocks come due. Uh, and that's when we, we might actually legitimately see like, you know, half of Wall Street, you know, burned to the ground almost literally. It's it's pretty crazy. It's going to be a and, tough two weeks before they get a nice bail, bailout again. I know for real, right? Melvin Capital, like again, like they, they already got, you know, bailed out. They got like an infusion of money to, to try to cover some of the stocks, but the price jumped almost double since, you know, since that point. Uh, actually, it actually almost tripled. I think I believe it almost tripled when Elon Musk. I think two days ago by now, um, sw- like I said, uh, tweeted "Game Stonk," and people, you know, he has like 40 million followers, right? So people like they started like you, the funny thing. So Robinhood, the app you can download to you know trade stocks on, also saw increased downloads after he tweeted that. So people like just you know everyday people like almost like you know people like us are downloading that. And whatever money they have, they're throwing at it at the stock just in the hopes that, you know, as long as you get out with more than you put in, then you're happy, right? It's 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 honestly ridiculous. No, we we have a friend who who put in, I think six shares at seventy ish dollars each, and you know has already made like fourteen hundred bucks, fourteen hundred and fifteen hundred dollars. So yeah, people are doing it. But so basically, a couple thousand maybe more than that even red people on reddit got together and like hey let's buy this stock to screw over this hedge fund yeah i mean i mean it's it's a crazy following like, i guess if you the want money to is real but like at the same time part of it is a meme right they're just but doing it for is, laughs this is getting coverage now but this has actually been going on for like i said like the funds have been trying to short the stock for almost a year like a year and a half at this point but reddit really got on this train i you know two two and a half months ago there's this guy dfv uh, deep fucking value i guess if you want to say the full like his uh full tag he put in fifty three thousand. like he started off with fifty three thousand. i don't know when like six months ago who knows right because this stock was keep this in mind back in october the stock was twelve dollars right now it's 350 dollars, and these guys are pushing it like basically, you know, betting big that you know these guys are going to short it on uh, like like I said, the all these shorts come come due on Friday, right? It might hit a thousand bucks. But anyway, this guy put in fifty three k till till you know till date, or to date, like as of like a couple hours ago when the markets closed, he's up thirty three million, fifty three thousand dollars to thirty three million. I mean, that's obscene. I'm just it's, so jealous that I just didn't get a fluke windfall like that. <laughs> Just, uh, well, it's, that's the thing. It's, it's, those guys are, you know, really smart to even see the short happening. Like they they got this. Well, they do it all the day. He's probably also like an experienced, you know, like a day trader trader. or whoever it might be. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've, if you've seen this, but as of, you know, like the past hour or so, r slash wall street bets is not working. Oh, did they, um, 
temporarily like yeah suspended yeah too wow. much traffic it's causing the servers to kind of mess up a little bit wait they use the excuse too much traffic or like they got something the thing, the thing that i'm seeing says we're experiencing technical difficulties based on unprecedented scale as a result of the newfound interest in wsb wall street bets oh no it's just private it's not down it's set to private you have to be invited no, i can see i can see it now yeah I'm but ready. are you uh do you follow it are you already in it no i don't follow it i do uh, not follow so maybe wall it changed bets. either way they Things are getting heated. No, no. I mean, the, they were talking about this throughout the day. Like, it might be like, because unfortunately, these big hedge funds might have enough pull to force some kind of action on Reddit to, you know, shut down this kind of subreddit because they're influencing global stock markets at this point, which is insane. So. They're not something illegal. People are just making purchases. I don't know. I have no pity for the hedge fund managers. I can't imagine money. how much cocaine is being done at, at these places right at this moment. You ever see The Big Short, that movie about the housing crisis, housing crash? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, yep. Z- zero pity. Zero. Yeah. So, so tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. if I wanted to go online and buy some GameStop stock, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to say, how do I do that for our you listeners? Can, you know, walk us through this. Well, you can download uh, Robinhood and you just need your social security number. Um, and I either like a bank account you have to connect it to or like a debit card, which is, you know, same thing. So, and that's all you need. Like you just, those are the two kind of things you need. You just like a proof of identity and like a, an account that you can, you know, trade from essentially. So, and if you have a, so after hours it's down to 292. If you have 292 bucks, you can buy a share of GameStop and hopefully it goes to the moon. <laughs> so. High stakes betting. I was good at blackjack that one time we played. So. Uh, tell us about that. <laughs> Well, we wanted to go to a casino because, well, I don't know. I think Jason had been before. I'd never been before. I and, uh, we played some blackjack, and I, I think you guys lost all your money, and I doubled my money. So. Well, tell us uh, about how you learned to play blackjack. Oh, uh, as I sat at the table from you two. Yes, we had to teach him how to count matter. to 21. <laughs> it didn't matter because I won like $200. So, hey, I mean, you know. Respect where respect is due, I guess. I thought you went back down when you listened to me. So I, I did, and well, I because I came in today with a hundred dollars, and I, I think I won a hundred, so I finished with two hundred, so I only gained a hundred dollars. But yes, at one point I was on a nice streak, and Jason was just like, I put like all the chips in, and I did, and I lost. How is that my fault? <laughs> you gave him the idea, and it, it yeah, lashed onto his brain. Idea, you're goading me on. See, that's why I just count. I just taught him how to count to twenty-one and left. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. No, but I wouldn't have done it if you hadn't said it. You listened to the so. person who lost the vast majority of their money. Yeah, well, whatever. I, I still have that video of Jason cashing out his like twenty cents or whatever. It was. Oh, I did go. I, I angrily <laughs> went to the and I got like like a dollar thirty or something. Like he just that. he literally <laughs> held up like like not even a quarter. It was like a dime and, a, and like a nickel. <laughs> that's what he held up to the camera. It was really funny. Good times. Oh yeah. So we'll follow the stock with great interest and see yeah. where it goes. Next week, by taping, maybe I'll be a, a thousand air. We can only imagine what will happen after that. That is all the time we have for this week. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.